in this week's Complaint Corner, The Mandalorian Season 2, Cyberpunk 2077, and some other shit. This is Critically Complaint. Hi, I'm Adam, and this is Steve. And first, we're going to talk about Mandalorian Season 2. So, what we normally do in situations like these is we have entire episodes dedicated to reviewing uh, a single thing. But since we've talked about Mandalorian uh, several times over the past season, we figured we would just kind of throw it in with our new stuff. Uh, so, Steve, uh, overall, what did you think of the second season of The Mandalorian? Star Wars is cool. <laughs> Star Wars is cool. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, did you... Okay, well, full spoilers ahead, in case you haven't seen it. it. And honestly, it's been like a week, so how have you not seen it? But whatever. Uh, so... What did you think of Luke? Wait, Adam, it's been like three days. Okay, okay, but Steve, you're dating the, ep you're dating the episode. By the time this episode comes out, it'll be Thursday, so... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Thursday right now. Yeah. Merry Christmas Eve, everyone. <laughs> shh, shh. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's Christmas Eve. This is definitely not a Christmas-themed episode, but let's just pretend it's fine. Uh, but... Jingle bells. What did you think of Luke? Uh, uh, what did you think of Luke, Steve? Because I... Uh, I thought Strange Uncanny Valley CG Luke was pretty cool. I knew it was him before he showed up, but I was yeah. still excited to see him. So, yeah, I, I loved... Uh, him being in there for all the way up until they showed his face uh, because yes uh, that was Uncanny Valley I feel like I get what they were going for like I don't want to be one of those Star Wars fans who just like shits on their on their stuff because it was awesome seeing Luke and I really do like that he was hooded for most of the time he was on screen so it's like we didn't have to deal with, mm -hmm. the, with the awful face CGI for too long but well, and it was and cheaper it was, that yeah, way. I'm sure it was cheaper that way. But, I mean, it was awesome. I mean, his he had a whole Darth Vader-style hallway fight scene, Steve. And that was... Yeah, he sure did. <laughs> that was awesome. And he shows just the, just the swath in abilities between a Jedi and anybody else. Yes. No, I mean, I... I it, well, I mean, lightsabers help, yes. certainly. But uh, it was just it was just so cool to get to see Luke like in his prime, just kicking kicking ass. Like it it was like the kind of thing that you see in comic books, or at least I've seen several times in comic books, and I never thought I would get to see Luke on screen doing something so fucking cool again. And it was really, really awesome mm -hmm. getting to see that. But that CGI was rough. I, I'm trying. I've been trying well, you to, know. to decide. I've been, I was thinking about rewatching Rogue One, but I haven't done it yet. Uh, I've been trying to decide if I think that the CGI in Rogue One was better or worse. Uh, like, because, like, Tarkin and Leia, or even uh, Luke and Leia in Rise of Skywalker. Like, it, I really, like, I get that they're trying to, like, push the technical boundaries of what they can, of what they can achieve. Like I like, like star Wars has always been very like, you know, pushing the boundaries of what you can actually do on screen. And I appreciate that, but it just didn't look very good. I'm sorry, guy. Like <laughs> it was, it was cool <laughs> to hear Mark Hamill's voice again. And I'm glad that he was involved in doing it. But I, I think, I think it was a mistake not to recast and just have a new actor take over the role. What do you think? Uh, well, I am always in favor of not recasting people. However, 
uh, this does seem like an opportunity where there's a weird in-between where we've never seen Luke at that age before, so you could probably have done a new person and nobody really would have complained. Uh, you know, as long as you found somebody that kind of approximates exactly. what Luke looks like a little like bit. Like, I've heard a lot of fan casting of uh, Sebastian Stan, uh, that's the, the Winter Soldier. Uh, which, if you if you look up ah. pictures, they actually look remarkably similar. Like Sebastian Stan, it's, yeah, the, it's chin. the chin. It's really the chin. Uh, I would have been fine if they had cast Sebastian Stan or somebody else. Like not a like I don't like I really really liked Alden Ehrenreich uh, and his portrayal of Han Solo in Solo: A Star Wars Story. Like I like I'm personally okay with recasting because I'm able to kind of you know click the switch in my brain that lets me just remember that it's a character uh, we'll see i don't i don't consider that recasting oh you don't consider what well, what just because it's a well that was that was young person han solo that's like saying that you're casting a child as a recast for anakin oh you know? okay it's not it's not the right. same i guess that is I, yeah like like if this was changing uh mark through like the fifth episode that would have been a problem, but this is like a different time period of his life. This doesn't necessarily. I mean, it's not that far no. off. It's only I don't count that as recasting. five years after Return of the Jedi. Just All let right, me fine. have this. Fine. You want me to get mad? No, I'll get no, mad. No, no, you don't have to get mad. I, I certainly don't want to to ruin your enjoyment. So, so overall, you did like the the CG. Is that what you're saying? Uh, it's it's fine. I mean, I'm not as bothered by it as I imagine other people probably were, but I can't really tell the difference because I can't ah, see. Ah, yes. So these things tend that's, not to bother you know, me as much. I have blissful ignorance about a lot of those details. That's, that's a fair point. And also, Luke was like, with his freaking laser sword, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, alright, so, um... I liked how I could see his robot hand under his cloaky yeah, arm. Uh, yes, me too. I loved that you got to... That, I loved that he had the, the one glove on, like, in the lead-up before... Mm-hmm. Because, like, we all knew it was Luke, mm-hmm. but, like, in the lead-up before... Yeah, when I saw the X-Wing, I was like, oh, oh, There was ah! always a chance that it was gonna, like, secretly be Ezra or something. Because, remember, Ezra also has a green lightsaber, so it's not like they, it couldn't have been... Yeah, in his pussy mode he does, <laughs> I guess, yeah. Uh, like, they could have done that, but I'm glad they didn't. I think that Luke really was the best choice to have Grogu go and live with. Uh, though, oh my god... Mm-hmm. It's a shame Groku's gonna be dead in ten years. Okay, though. it's it's like nineteen years, first of all, and there's plenty Whatever. of opportunity for uh, for Din to come back and maybe like maybe uh, Luke gives Grogu like a crash course in Jedi training just so he's not endangering other people, and then he goes back to live with Din. That's my hope. <laughs> uh, mostly okay. because uh, I cried like a baby when Din took the helmet off and was saying goodbye to Grogu. Uh, like I really, <laughs> like I was full. On, both me and my wife were just full on crying, like n- like ugly crying, <laughs> like like it was it was mm-hmm. not it was nice. not fun. I mean it was it was good. It was a great ending, but like fuck, man. Yeah, I saw some fan illustrations later of Grogu as an adult when he's got like the Mandalorian shoulder yeah. pad on and he's got the little ball that he keeps around with him all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Yeah, I saw that. And he was telling all the younglings how forming attachments is in the way of the dark side, losing them. Yes, in. I saw the exact same thing. It was so cool. I showed it to my wife as well. Uh, yeah, like I really <laughs> hope that um, Grogu is not just like another youngling who got murdered by Kylo Ren which also I want to I want mm-hmm. as as the resident Star Wars nerd I want to point out that uh Kylo Ren did not in fact actually kill 
all of the other people. That was just an assumption that he and other people made. Basically, we know this from the Rise of Kylo Ren comic book. Uh, the very short version is right after he and Luke had their brief fight and then, like, the hut exploded. Uh, like, Luke was, like, knocked unconscious and then Kylo Ren woke up and he was like, what the fuck just happened? And then he looks around and a lightning bolt comes from the sky and sets the whole temple on fire. And the idea being, now he initially thinks that he did that, that that was like something that his force abilities like brought down, but the comic Mm -hmm. very heavily implies that was not the case, that that was either Snoke or Palpatine that basically like pushed him to the very edge. Like it's like, see, you can't, Ah. it's like, you can't go back now. Like it was basically not allowing any kind of reconciliation between him and Luke. Because Luke is Luke wakes up and of course immediately assumes that that uh, Ben destroyed everything, but that's not actually what happened. Uh, so it makes sense in context, but I just want to just want to say that uh, Ben only killed like I think two Jedi Padawans in that comic book. Uh, only yeah, two. Well, there wasn't that many to to start with, but like there was th- three of them like went after Ben after they figured out what happened. And then he killed, I believe, two of them, unless I'm misremembering. And then the third one, like, ran off or died in some other... Oh, no, the third one died in another capacity. So all three of those guys died, but he only killed, personally, I believe, two of them. Uh, Well, that makes it okay, then. Uh, And it was mostly in self-defense. So, so two things. Number one, uh, it's cool how in Star Wars, if somebody... You don't see them die you know that they didn't die in Star Wars. Yes. Yes, Because, like, you can basically just rewrite any of these things that any minute of time not accounted for can be rewritten to be yes. anything. <laughs> that is fundamentally a Star Wars thing, which is something I love. Yeah, that's Like, I love cool. that, like... Also, if... Anyway, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, also, if Palpatine or Snoke can just strike lightning down from the sky with the power of Zeus wherever the fuck they want including apparently on a Jedi temple. How come he couldn't just blow up Luke in his sleep with his force lightning it's, from okay. the sky? So, like God. The the real, okay, the short version of that is because that would make for it's a shitty story. Plot armor. Uh, Got but it. the longer version is that the force only allows you to do certain things. Like, you can't just do whatever the fuck you want with the force. The force basically... It's it's a plot device. That's all the force is and has ever been. It just allows you I mean, to kind yeah. of level the field, so to speak. Uh, so what difference does it make to the force that I call lightning down on an empty building versus a, a building with my enemies inside? Well, because the force is made by living things. That would be why. It is the... Okay, but I can I can snap a dude's neck with the force. Yeah, but just shut up, Steve. Just shut up and don't worry about it. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool, got it. That is that is it. <laughs> and purging my brain of dangerous devious yeah. thoughts. And done. <laughs> oh, good. I mean, I'm glad now you're going to be the optimist on this show, right? You just got rid of all of Man, lightsabers are cool. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, Mandalorian season 2. I'm gonna I'm gonna just stake my claim here. I believe that the Mandalorian season two is officially better than the first season. I know I said that a few weeks ago, but now that the whole season's out, I can say this without any 
you know, any asterisks or whatever. I think Mandalorian is better than the than the first season, and I would give it a 10 out of 10, Steve. I would. I'm going to fight for it. So what do you think? Okay. Uh, well, I would agree that it is absolutely better than the first season. I like the first season mm-hmm. a lot, and I also like the second season a lot, and I like it more. Okay. Well, that's good. That's a good start. A good I won't give you God your ten out of ten. Come on, why not? I will give you. I'll give you that nine because nothing is perfect. <sighs> I'll give you that nine point five. You will give me the nine point five. I'll take the nine point five. Sure, but I would make it a ten. Awesome. I just want to have that on record so that somebody can. Okay, that's that's fine. <laughs> we can call it a nine point seven five if you want. Uh no, no, uh, we don't. We don't want to go down that rabbit hole because then we're gonna be like, mm, this one's an okay. eight point three eight, uh, and I don't. How many? T- <laughs> how many tomatoes do you want to give it? Uh, but at the very end of The Mandalorian Season 2, they announced that, uh, The Book of Boba Fett was coming out. What did you, th- I'm just curious, what did you think The Book of Boba Fett was when they first revealed that? I imagined it was a spinoff oh. starring Boba Fett. Okay. Uh, fine. Yeah, you're, you're the, <laughs> what did you you're think the intelligent was? one, apparently, because... Uh, there was a lot of rumors and stuff on Twitter, and as you know, I've been much more active on Twitter, um, and mm-hmm. there have been a lot of rumors and stuff on Twitter that, uh, the book of Boba Fett was going to be, like, they're making Boba Fett, like, the new protagonist, that, like, season two was the end of the book of Din Djarin, uh, and then seasons three and four would be the Book of Boba Fett. And then they could theoretically have like a Book mm. of Bo-Katan. Or if they wanted to go back in time, mm. they could... Yeah, I could see that, I guess. I think that would have been a, a really... Because Din's story seems like it could be it over. Does. And it's just called The Mandalorian. So exactly. I suppose you could have any Mandalorian being in charge here. Exactly. See, I would have personally loved that. I would have loved if they made The Mandalorian like an anthology series. Because then you could keep it going for basically ever. You could jump back in time. You could do a Jango Fett thing. You could do a Jaster... Ah, uh, well, we don't need to do okay, that. Okay, that would be so cool, though. Just saying. I love Jango Fett. <laughs> let's let's know when to end I, things, please. Uh, it's funny because uh, Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones, is easily my least favorite Star Wars film, but it also has Boba Fett in it, and Boba Fett is probably my most favorite Mandalorian character. I fucking love Boba Fett. I always have. He is so fucking cool. I I played the bounty hunter game uh, like an ass load back in the day, and I've actually been playing it again recently. I love Boba Fett. Just. All right, I'd like to talk about Boba Fett. Or not Boba Fett, I meant I meant to say Jango Fett. But what a, yeah, go ahead, say what you want to oh, well, say. Well, I'd like to talk about Boba Fett. So now that I've seen him in something outside of the movie capacity, where he only had seven lines and one of them was, <laughs> I feel like I can, I feel like I can maybe more accurately talk about Boba Fett now. Uh, Boba Fett is fine. I really don't get it still. Okay. But I don't think he's as stupid as he was before, because I saw him do things now. Okay. Also, his new costume looks much better. I like how he doesn't have the stupid baggy overall shirt now. Yes, so do I. You know, they gave him some nice under armor instead. Yeah, I, I absolutely love the new look for him. I think it was about time that they uh, that they gave Boba Fett an updated paint job and look. Uh, and I, Yeah, at least he got new paint on there. I'm not sure where he got it from, but he got new paint somewhere. I, like, love that that just happened in between episodes. That's, like, one of my favorite things. Mm, yep. Like, it's like, like, Din is like, hey, we need to go rescue my child. And Boba is just like, all right, well, just a minute. <laughs> like, I gotta, I gotta go to the nearest galactic paint shop, and I've gotta just update my armor, because right. it looks like fucking shit. I've gotta get it. 
Do you have any paint Sherwin-Williams I can go to really quick? <laughs> I've got to get a new undershirt because my old one looked like shit. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I just, I got to look good, okay? If we're going to be rescuing children, mm-hmm. I have to look the part. <laughs> I just love that. Yeah, I got to be Mac in style it's for like people who will never see me because I never get out of the spaceship. One of my absolute favorite things <laughs> that happened in the whole season. That that happened between episodes. Like, that wasn't even, like, an important thing. Also... It's like when uh, it's like when Spider-Man's on the plane, you know, and he's listening to the music in Spider-Man Two, yes. and uh, yep. he's making his mm-hmm. own Spidey suit. You know, it's just like that. I I hope that that is the case. I hope that he was listening to ACDC or whoever the hell it was uh, while he was repainting his armor. That that would make it even better. I think space ACDC. Yeah, space ADC. Space ADC. Wow, we just came up with something glorious. You just came nice. up with something amazing, Steve. I'm gonna. I'm going to save that for future use. <laughs> Spacey DC. Uh, like, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm personally very, very excited uh, for the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, I was blown away by the after credit scene. I did not expect uh, Bib Fortuna, of all fucking characters, to come back. That was the guy he killed, in case you... Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. I heard him say McClunky. Yeah, he did. He said McClunky. That was the guy who, he was, uh, he was Jabba's major domo. That is his official Oh, title. I remember. I, I remember you him know? from the movie. Oh, okay. That's, all right, good. Yep. Uh, I mean, I recognized his shape. I don't know what he did. He didn't really do a there. whole lot. He was just kind of there. He was like, he's like his assistant or whatever. He was Jabba's assistant back in the day. And, and he gets to be in charge yeah, I now? guess in the five years after uh, Jabba died. Are you telling me that no other huts came in there to try to claim Jabba's yeah, territory? Yeah, I'm a little surprised by that myself, because we do know that the hut cartel is very much a thing, and there are plenty of other huts, and I'm surprised that no one decided to, like, jump in and be like, what is this fat Twi'lek doing here? That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> is that what he was? Uh, okay. Yeah, he's a Twi'lek. Yep. Go figure. Okay. All right, I, I, I'm not used to seeing him that fat, I guess. Uh, actually, fun fact, uh, the Twi'lek senator back in the uh, Clone Wars era, was his name was Orn Free Ta, and he was sure. like just ridiculously fat. Uh, so it's not the first time that we've seen a fat... I must have tuned that out. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was... I only, I only like the Twi'lek slave girls. That's my that, favorite I, I understand why that is, Steve, yes. Uh, but (laughs) that's all I'll say about that. But, uh, I, I kind of hate Orn Frita. Like he's a total dick. He's in a few episodes of the Clone Wars. And I think he's in the background of one of the prequel movies. Like I want to say episode two could be wrong about that. Sure. Uh, He's not very important. Uh, but I did think it was funny. Now he's dead. I did think it was funny that, uh, Fortuna looks so much like Orn Frita now. Uh, Of course, now he's dead. But I love, I love, 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 love Boba Fett coming in and taking over Jabba's palace. Uh, like, I just think that that's such a cool way to, like, direction to go with the character. Like, have him set up shop on Tatooine, which is where he was marooned for five years. Like, you know, he could have relations with the Tuscan Raiders because, like, obviously he has some kind of relationship with them because he has that cool stick thing. Uh, so mm-hmm. like, oh man, there's just, I just feel like that's, that whole thing is just dripping with story potential and I'm fucking so excited about it. Like I want it. Do you think we're going to get the book of Boba Fett, the past or book of Boba Fett, the crime Lord? I think my hope honestly is I want both. I, I want them to do flashbacks mm. to his time, 
like getting out of the Sarlacc and like figuring out where his armor went and tracking down Cobb Vanth and maybe deciding not to kill Cobb Vanth because he's using his uh, his armor in an honorable way. Maybe I'm just spitballing here. I, I don't know what the sure. story's gonna be, but. Like, I feel there's just, there's a lot, there's a lot of very rich story there that you could tell, and I just, I can't wait to see it. Uh, And apparently, it's gonna, this book of Boba Fett show is going to be coming out around the same time as The Mandalorian Season 3, though I'm not 100% certain of that. Um, I don't really like the idea of having two shows about Mandalorians going on at the exact same time. I think that that might be a little much. Like, I hope that they space it out a little bit, but whatever. Uh, but I'm very, very excited for this. And now that now we know that there's going to be three spinoffs of The Mandalorian and, of course, The Mandalorian itself. I really hope that there's, like, that they're going to build some sort of epic giant crossover. Like, they're going to have Ahsoka, Bo-Katan, like, Cara Dune, Din, Boba, and, like, I don't know, Cobb Vanth they're all working together to try to like take back Mandalore in like five years. Like I want to, I mean, yeah, this could, this could be leading up to a defenders. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping is what they're going to do. And I really hope that Thrawn is hopefully like the big main villain of all of that. Oh, dude, I would watch the shit out of a those four people take back Mandalore against. Wouldn't that that sound good? Like I want to see that. Like I really hope that's where they're going with it. But you know, and then they can rescue Ezra and find out he's been brainwashed and he's a Sith now. That would be a development. I, I I don't really like the idea of Ezra being brainwashed, but I do very much. Oh, that's I happening. Do very much. Oh yeah, they're know. gonna brainwash him real good. See, I I've always been of the opinion because okay, Thrawn we know from the books is not actually a bad guy. He's more of like he just views the Empire as the lesser of two evils because there's this other evil out in the unknown regions that he wants to stop. And so I would love it if he, like, explained that to Ezra in some way. And so Ezra and Thrawn are working together, uh, like, now. And maybe you could have Ahsoka and Sabine being all upset and trying to figure out what's going on and why is Ezra working with Thrawn. I mean, in order to do that properly, you'd have to show Ezra being a bad guy, but not have him within talking range of those two characters so that they can't immediately ask the question and he explains it to them. If you want that twist. I I think that there would be a way to do that. They could have Ezra show up. Maybe he could be masked or something and he could be doing some kind of evil or like almost evil things and then like his mask is very briefly like torn or something and they see that it is in fact Ezra mm-hmm. but then he disappears so every Sith ever so- got it. <laughs> I'm just I, again man I'm not I'm not a Star Wars writer I'm just see I really feel like if they were gonna try to okay well you're probably right that they would do that but if if this situation was to happen Ezra shouldn't be putting on the evil hood and the evil mask he should just be looking like himself. That's true, actually. Because, yeah. you know, it doesn't make any sense for him to don the evil garb if he's not going to go full 100% Sith route. Okay, well, okay, what you if know? it's not an evil garb, but what if it's just, like, a helmet that he's wearing just so he can try to hide his identity because he knows that, like, Sabine is going to be there? Just a thought. Uh, okay, maybe. Like, he doesn't... But his lightsaber will give him well, away. Yeah, maybe. 
Like, you know, like, he, let's just say he doesn't have a red lightsaber or anything. But, and actually, now that I think about it, uh, Sabine still has his green lightsaber, so he's going to have to make a new one if he even has one. Oh, shit. You know what? You know what? He's going to make a red one because they're just going to have red stuff lying around. <laughs> so he's going to have to construct one of the materials at hand. So he's going to have to make a Sith saber and boom, now he's a bad guy. Okay, yeah, that, I mean, that, that would work too. I mean, I just, there's so much, I'm so excited for the future of Star Wars. And I'm not going to lie, I was feeling pretty pessimistic about Star Wars after The Rise of Skywalker. Like, I was still invested and I was still reading the books and stuff, but I wasn't feeling nearly as excited as I used to because... I didn't really like The Rise of Skywalker very much. I was disappointed by it, uh, but... Oh, you know what? What? Adam, we didn't even talk about the most interesting part of this ep- of the last episode here. Oh, what's that? Fucking, uh, Din is like King of Mandalore now. Oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about the fucking Darksaber stuff. Yeah, that's a whole thing, that I guess he's gonna be the new ruler of Mandalore, which is weird... Like, I'm, I'm sure that they're going to explain it at some point. Like, I'm, this isn't a complaint. It's more of just me being confused. But uh, I do think it's weird that, like, so uh, Bo-Katan literally was given the Darksaber by Sabine in Rebels. And now she's not mm-hmm. willing to just be given the, lightsa- the Darksaber by Din. And I want to know why. I'm sure they will explain it. I'm sure there's an explanation. Uh, different writer continuity. No, it's the same writer, because Dave Filoni is involved in both shows. Uh, they forgot. Well, I mean, it's it's like the same thing. It makes for more interesting conflicts It's like the same thing with uh, Din not not taking off his helmet. They explained that. They explained that he's like a space Mormon or whatever. Uh, and that makes sense (laughs) in context. So I'm sure that they can give mm-hmm. an explanation. I just would like to know what that explanation is. And I would like it sooner rather than later because I don't want to have to speculate on it. That's a, that's uh, exhausting. Well, maybe she's trying to like, well, okay. Well, back when Sabine got, or when Sabine gave her the Darksaber, Mandalore was still kind of a thing, you know? It wasn't as fucked back then. So maybe, because they were saying that the story's what matters. So maybe she actually does need the conquering of the... Uh, the enemy yeah. or whatever to be the rally cry that brings Mandalorians back to Mandalore. Yeah, that would be the... not just like I have this thing. You know, it's got to mean something, and she can't have it mean anything if she doesn't take it. And I guess she's too honest to lie about it. Yeah, I mean, because that Even would be... nobody in that room would refute her claim. I mean, I think that uh, the the other Mandalorian, like that woman uh, played by Sasha Banks, she might refute mm-hmm. it just because it's like we're honorable, we don't lie. You know, if you want to rule... Well, she was very silent during she that whole encounter, silent. so I'm not that sure. That is true. But yeah, I do think it's funny that it's like, you know, it's like, no, I had to win it in combat. And it's like, couldn't you just say you did? Like, <laughs> like no one's here. Right. Like, well, also, just... do you have to do you have to kill the guy when you take it or just beat No, him? because Din didn't have to kill uh, Gideon. He got the saber from Gideon. Right, so couldn't they just have a friendly sparring match and she disarms him like Harry Potter yeah, and then, exactly. you know, the lightsaber belongs to her? Yeah, it's like, you know, why don't you just be like, all right, like, Din, that I challenge you to a trial by combat. <laughs> and then that's it. Yeah, and then he just, like, you know, lays down and pulls out a flower and says, ah, I've been vanquished. And she's like, I win. The only thing is that maybe uh, Din, like, maybe the idea is that you have to win a tri- you have to win against an enemy combatant it can't be someone that you're friends with because it's like that's not a true enemy you know you didn't win that i mean i I suppose you're not beating them if you know there's ever a chance they're not going full out against you you know definitely wouldn't wouldn't have been trying to kill her yeah like didn't right yeah he wouldn't care so exactly that's like the only thing yeah he was like i yield just take it (laughs) uh and like 
Uh, Din's cool. Din is cool. I fucking love Din. He's like one of. He's so awesome. I'm so. I'm really glad that uh, they announced. They announced today, in fact. Uh, oh, dating the episode again. Uh, that Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. <laughs> they announced a few days ago uh, that Din was going to continue to be the main character in the Mandalorian because there was all the speculation he wasn't Dope. going to be, and I'm very happy about that. I have a Mandalorian question, Adam. Why does he have a mustache under his helmet if he's never supposed to take his helmet off? So he can only he first of all he's only supposed to not he's only takes he only not takes his helmet off in front of other people. It's perfectly okay for him know, to take off his. But those are the people that would see his mustache. Well, okay. The other thing, and this is my personal headcanon that I unironic or not unironically, I, I I unapologetically stole from Reddit, uh, is that okay. um. It could be that the mustache is there to absorb some moisture from, like, his his breath, you know, so that his helmet doesn't get fogged up. That's my personal pet theory. That's that's what I choose to do. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Because, you know, a hair absorb, absorbs It's not a very thick mustache. I don't think it's going to do that. It's not a Ron Swanson true, or anything. It's, it's just kind of like, you know, a puberty stash. Like, someone had, like I had an eighth grade. <laughs> it's the same kind of mustache that I can grow now. Uh, I did have a mustache for a, for a, a, a minute, and it, it did not look good, and I shaved it off because it's gross. Uh, they usually yeah, don't. I, my hair is too blonde. I mean, unless you're like, uh, unless you're like, uh, you know, Teddy Roosevelt, you really can't pull off a mustache. So yeah, yeah, it's true. But uh, but anyway, yeah, I don't know why he has a mustache. I just accept that as being, you know what? Okay, what if? Mando after okay I got it I got it all right here's my new theory all right uh, so all right. after Din met Bo-Katan he realized that Mandalorians can take off their helmet their helmets and it's not actually that big of a deal but he didn't take his helmet off uh-huh. at the time because he's like I gotta represent I gotta look good I gotta grow out my stash and so then he starts growing out his stash, mm. and that's why he waited so long okay, to take okay. his helmet off. Okay. It's because okay. he wanted to have a presentable mustache. That's. I'm pretty sure he had a mustache the first time the helmet came off in the first season. But I, all right, I, I, I'm making it up as I go, Steve. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. Got it. Oh my gosh. But, uh, yeah, Mandalorian, season two, what, what was it? Darksaber? I love the way the Darksaber looks. Oh, my God. I'm just, yeah. I'm just so fucking excited for the future. I, I'm, I'm so... Yeah, lightsabers I'm are tight. I'm so excited. <laughs> Thank you. That, it's true. Uh, I'm so excited for where all of these shows can be going from here. I just Also, uh, do you remember when he was like, pshoom, 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 and he was blocking it with his best scar, and yeah. you've never seen anybody block lightsabers with their forearms before, and it yeah. was just dope as fuck, and also nope. there's basically no way he was going to lose that fight. Oh, yeah, there was, like, no way Din was going to lose that fight. It's, like, he has armor that is specifically made to uh, fight somebody with a... Fight lightsabers, and he's fighting right. against I someone mean, who has no combat experience that we know of, uh, and mm-hmm. that person does not have force abilities, so he can't, like, use the force right. uh, to make himself good with lightsaber combat, so... Yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, like, there are joints in the armor that guy could have hit, but as long as, you know, keep them hands up and float like a butterfly, mm-hmm. there's basically no way you can lose. I don't know why he didn't just, like, football tackle him. Like, Yeah, honestly. I mean, it probably hurts to get hit by the lightsaber, you know? I would... Probably, like, it hurts to get shot. I imagine it probably stings a bit, but, like... I mean, it's probably you No, know, he's a frail old man. And what's he gonna do? Just punch him with your metal fists. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, yeah, the the extendo spear thing is cool. I do love it. I knew exactly what that was for the second we saw oh, it. Oh, yeah, we like, all knew what that was. Yeah, you know. we were, as soon as I saw the spear, I was like, oh, was like, okay, yeah. he's gonna... It's like, okay, so he's got a weapon that fights lightsabers now, <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, But, you know, like, this is just an old man. This is like a 50, 60-year-old dude. You can just football tackle him and then just beat him to death with your solid metal <laughs> fist and then just take his dead-slash-unconscious body with you. I mean, yeah, that, you know? would, that would work. Uh, absolutely. I, I'm glad. I mean, fucking you know, again, this is that would just that wouldn't be a very good story. Like, I would rather see a light, you know, a lightsaber slash spear. Well, I, fight. I, I mean, yeah, we come for the lightsaber duels. I get it. I'm just saying that I wouldn't have minded if it ended that way. You know, maybe I wouldn't after have exchanging a few blows, he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just here. We go. Three point stance. Hut hut hike. Bam. You're dead. <laughs> Man, Din's just just like you brought a lightsaber to a fist fight, and he just pummels him. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking lariat or something. That'd be awesome. Or takes his helmet off and throws it at him like this is a Saving Private Ryan. That does sound awesome. Ah, oh, I would love to see that. All right. Oh, I should have hit him with the jet. So we're gonna move on to our next piece of news because I don't really have much more to say about the book of Boba Fett or Mandalorian. Do you have anything more to to add? Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Uh, yes. Uh, that's probably the show that I'm most excited for. It still is, and I'm just... Yeah! Uh, so our next piece of news... Yeah, Star Wars. Our next piece of news is that Chris Pine uh, is set to star in a Dungeons & Dragons movie. And I have no idea what the fuck the <laughs> plot will be of that movie. <laughs> Are you okay there, Steve? Uh, yeah, no, I'm fine. Okay, I'm fine. I mean, what do you think about a Dungeons & Dragons movie? What do you? What's your opinion? Oh, it's gonna be oh, bad. no shit. They're all bad. They're always bad. <laughs> yeah, they're, I mean... It's a game. Even with the benefit of modern technology, best case scenario, best case, it's just a generic fantasy film, like fucking Aragorn oh, or something. Don't, why would you, okay, it's, first of all, it's Aragon. Aragon, uh, Aragon, Aragon, not Aragorn, that's yeah, the Lord that's of the Rings Lord guy. Of the Rings. Aragon. Uh, but, God, why would yeah, you? That's probably the level we're looking. That, that's how low that's, you're aiming with this? Jesus. That's what I imagine it's going to look that like, yeah. Horrible. Don't get me wrong, I hope it's not that. But our track record with D&D movies that we've had in the past is like three of them or something, I think. None of them are good. Yeah, I haven't seen like, any of even them. Even so. a little bit. Didn't one Fucking of them the have... the Waynes uh, Brothers are in one of them. Didn't have Scar from uh, Lion King in one... Jeremy Irons. Wasn't Jeremy Irons in one of them? I think I heard about that. Uh, that I, I think that happened, yes. Y- yes? I No, I think you're right uh, about that. I think sick. you're right about that. Uh, I have seen them I mean, all. I just don't remember anything about them. I don't know them. about you, but I like Chris Pine. I've always liked Chris Pine. He's a pretty cool guy. Sure, everybody likes Chris Pine. That doesn't mean that the movie's well, good. no, no. But I, I want... No, I can't even pretend to be excited about this. Do you want, do no. you want it to be good, Adam? <laughs> you know, I don't. I was going to say I want to be, you know, somewhat optimistic about this, but mm-hmm. nah. <laughs> like, like, Here's the movie. I'm going to break down the movie for you right now. I've never seen it. Don't know anything about it, but I can tell you what's going to happen probably. All right, bring it on. Uh, you're going. To, Chris Pine is going to be our, I assume, our, uh, our, our main character, yeah? Yeah, I mean, all it says is that he, yeah, yeah, he's going to star in it. So, yeah, he's going to be the main character. Right, so he's probably our leader. Okay, he's going to come from, uh, it's probably going to take place on Toril, and that means he's probably going to be from Baldur's Gate, where all the important people are from. He is going to probably be a lower-to-middle-class person of non-consequential birth. There's going to be some kind of magical villain. He's going to assemble a team of fucking probably children and one old man because there's always an old man yeah, there has to they're be. going to be like one that guy's probably going to be a wizard and mm-hmm. there's going to be one rogue and probably we probably won't get lucky enough to be a cleric they'll probably be like a fucking a bard or something 
And then that will be our team. He'll be our fighter. He'll just have a sword or something. But he'll be the chosen one. And then they'll fight the thing. There'll be, uh, like, one or two recognizable Dungeons & Dragons monsters. But not so weird that it'll scare off the not Dungeons & Dragons fans. Like, there won't be any beholders. But there might be, like, a manticore or something. There'll probably be a dragon. There's always a dragon in these things. And then the villain will have some kind of stupid plan about taking over the world because something something evil uh, to get the crystals or right, something. Steve. And the heroes will save I'm the just day. Gonna make a, I'm just going to make a quick pitch. I just want to add in one last thing into your thing. In addition in, in, to in the addition. things that so I have? So at the very end of the movie, Please. I want Chris mm-hmm. Pine to come home and I want him to go into his home. Mm-hmm. And, then he sees a me- and then he sees a woman standing by his window. And that woman is like... Mm-hmm. you're a part of a bigger universe <laughs> and then and then she turns around and it's l from stranger things with an eye patch and see and she says i'd like to talk to you about the D D initiative i i i, I want to throw that in there <laughs> i uh no uh i reject this whole no you, you don't want to include have this although be a part of a larger being a member no 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 well no, no, but being a member of the D&D universe, he already is a member of a multi-universe thing, because there are many, many worlds in D&D. Oh, okay. Toril is just one setting. He could, you know, there could be other people there, and there are indeed planeswalkers in that series, so he very much could go to a different world and be a part of that, but it would look the same for, unless he went to, like, Eberron or something where they got spaceships and stuff. You know, we don't talk about that, though. Oh. That's not my fantasy. Okay, good. Just checking. Because I about to say, space? I didn't know that they had spaceships in Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah, it's 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 like it's, it's like techno-punk D&D. Sounds terrible. It's not my company. I don't like it. Yeah, it's not my company. gross. I do like the Warforged, though. They're, uh, they're organic robot men. They're built for war. Now that the war's over, they have no place in the world, so they just kind of wander around and do whatever. Uh, okay. I mean, they're kind of they're kind of yeah, neat. I, I mean, they, that does. But anyway, cool. this is going to be super oh, bad. Yeah. I much prefer the real Dungeons and Dragons product, the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon from 1980. <laughs> oh, I remember you talking about that. Wasn't it like dumb, but <laughs> yeah. like you liked it anyway? Oh, I yeah, I love it. It's super stupid. <laughs> okay. Super bad. So one of those cartoons where nobody ever gets hurt or dies, oh, and your yeah. weapons aren't allowed to actually contact people. Yeah. Like the fucking kid with the club never actually hits anybody with it. He just hits stuff and then it like makes them trip or they or they fall over or whatever you know nobody ever gets really hurt also the arrows don't shoot arrows they shoot like laser goo oh man that sounds awful i do not want to watch that ever yeah no no but it's it's great it's got avenger he's voiced by optimus prime well i'll I'll tell you what steve I'll tell you what, since uh, I've, I've, I'm always watching, ah, I can't speak today, since I'm always asking you to watch shit that's, like, mostly for me, like all of the Star Wars shows that I'm going to make you watch, I will mm-hmm. totally see the Dungeons & Dragons movie. Uh, I, will, oh, I awesome. will watch it as someone who is, like, never actually played Dungeons & Dragons, knows very well. Well, it's not going to reference the game at all, it's just going to reference the world, right. and I'm sure they'll give you a crash course in it before you start. There'll be a nice voiceover, and it'll say... <laughs> Oh, the land of the Forgotten Realms, God. land of dragons and heroes and shit like that. You know, I'm sure they'll. Yeah, tell you. I'm sure that they're gonna they're gonna do that. I wonder if it'll be set in the real world. Like, what if Chris Pine gains like a hundred pounds before uh, they start filming, and he's like a Dungeons and Dragons character <laughs> or like player? I meant to say, uh, mm-hmm. and like, and then what? He gets transported to a Dungeons and Dragons world via a roller coaster yeah, that he found at an amusement yeah. park. What if they did that? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly the plot of the cartoon. Wait, what? Are you serious? <laughs> Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, they get on a roller coaster, just like in Digimon, I might add. 
and then they go to poof. They're in fantasy land now. Okay. I mean... What you're talking about is a Dungeons & Dragons isekai, and I do not support that at all. Oh, okay. No, you, you want real Dungeons <laughs> & Dragons. You want him to already be in the magical world or whatever, right? Yeah, I want the magical world to be the... I don't want this to be like that stupid movie where the guy goes to Mars and there's aliens on Mars. Oh. Whatever that thing is called. Uh, John uh, Carter? Jupiter Ascend... John Carter. John, John no, Carter. Jupiter, uh, Jupiter Ascending is the... Uh, that's the one by the Wachowski. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing with... Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah, like I'm that sorry. name. Yeah. I, don't, I, I didn't mean to ever. I didn't mean to ever reference that again. I'm sorry. Is very hard for me to say. All right. Anyway, but yeah, yeah. Jupiter Anywho. Ascending is trash. Uh, John Carter is yeah, trash. Yeah, I, I don't want it. I don't want it to be that. I just yeah. want it to be in the setting. I'm fully aware that this is going to be bad, and no one's going to want to go see it. But yeah. I, I hope that it's generic. Actually, you know what? No, fuck everybody else. I don't want it to be generic fantasy. I want it to be so esoterically Dungeons and Dragons that only the most devout of people will understand it. You know what? I I want would named love characters that. on every corner. I would love to watch this movie and have it be like the nerdiest thing I've ever seen. And I would love to just sit there and be like, what the fuck are these people talking about? Uh, yeah, I want it to be like Baldur's Gate without the benefit of the voiceover telling you what the things oh, yeah, are. yeah, I don't need any of that shit. I don't even care. I'm just going to accept anything that they present to me. Like, there could be all kinds of shit that you're going to be like, but that's not how it works. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, like <laughs> it works fine. That's just what the movie is. I mean, I could be that guy if you want. No, no, don't do that. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna anyway. That's just right. who I am as a All person. Right. But you know, I think I'm gonna come out of this having a great time. Not because it's good, but because it's a thing that I like on the screen. You know? Yeah, I know how that. I know how that feels. I feel like that's all I think it needs that's to be. Literally, exactly what happened with us with Ratchet and Clank. Like we both were yep, like, that is oh probably yeah, what's gonna that happen was great. Here too. Not because it was good, but because it was a thing that we liked and nostalgia. Like, hey, I know those characters <laughs> from the thing. Yeah, exactly. And now they're on the TV screen. <laughs> Just like that. All right. So our yeah, that's what I'm hoping next happens. and last piece of news is that uh, Cyberpunk 2077. We're just gonna talk about all that shit. So I have not played the game. Uh, I'm just gonna, and I don't believe you have either. Uh, however, uh, I have not. I do know people who got it, and they keep telling me to get it, but oh, I have not yet. That, I, have that, I mean, that's a good thing. My understanding of the game. Oh, I know. I watched a few videos about it. Like my understanding of the game is it's like a Grand Theft Auto type like, open-world first-person shooter type game, mm -hmm. which, like, okay, mm -hmm. fine, mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, well, it's got it's heavily influenced by, like, Deus Ex, mm -hmm. where it's got, mm -hmm. like, you know, upgrade trees that you can basically play it however you want to play it within gotcha. reason. Gotcha. Okay, I mean, I do like Deus Ex, but... You know, you can be a stealth melee guy, or you can be a shoot-people-from-far-away guy, or you can be, like, a hack-people's-brains guy, mm. or whatever. See, I, I, games that give me too many options, just I, I don't like to play because I feel overwhelmed. Uh, I'm a simple person. It's called dominant strategy. You take the one that results in them dying the quickest in the tutorial, and you never look back. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's probably better than how I do it, which is get confused, look things up, never play the game again. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, yeah, that's not a great yeah, way to not, do that. Not a great strategy. Uh, but anyway, uh, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk 2077 has had one of the worst launches of any AAA game that I can remember ever happening in recent history. Like, worse than The Avengers, uh, which is insane. <laughs> like, I can't even... Oh, my mm -hmm. God. Uh, the game is basically unplayable on the base PlayStation 4 and the base Xbox One, to the point that Sony and Microsoft both removed the game from their online store 
because it was playing so fucking badly and literally like it was crashing constantly it would take like it would take minutes for some textures to load like actual like longer than 30 seconds and like i i've seen some like images and videos of this shit like we are talking playstation 2 level uh graphics because the fucking textures won't load like this game is mm-hmm. one of the worst like unoptimized buggy messes that has ever been released and the shitty thing about it is that the developer which is cd project red uh apparently mm-hmm. worked very hard and not everybody in project red but like at least some members of the management worked pretty damn hard to uh cover it up like they did not allow um review copies of the playstation 4 or xbox one versions of the game to go out uh ahead of time they actively what was the other thing i had it written oh yeah they actively lied about the status of the game claiming that it was running great when it literally wasn't uh and uh in the reviews they did not allow reviewers to post their their own gameplay footage they only allowed reviewers to have pre-rendered gameplay footage that the developers gave them to post on their reviews uh and all of this well that is dishonest yes it is like like hugely dishonest and that's incredibly shitty and uh apparently there's going to there's going to be or there might be a class action lawsuit filed against cd project red and i fuck man like i'm sure there's plenty of developers on this team who they didn't have anything to do with any of that they're just doing the best they can i i I don't want to like you know hate on everybody involved in this uh because that's just unfair but that's fucked up and this is coming from someone who doesn't even give a shit about the game like i haven't even played it i don't even really want to if i'm being honest i'll probably pick it up on sale in like two years and that's gonna be it for me (laughs) (laughs) but i'm just i'm incredibly tired of games being released unfinished i i'm so tired of it what are what are your opinions on this steve uh, well, a couple of things. I want to break this down in little little nuglets here. All right, all right. Uh, number one, I have a lot of respect for CG Product Red because The Witcher 3 was dope as fuck, and it was very ambitiously large, but it still made it to be good. And they released free DLC with it because they knew people wanted it because they have, uh, you know, integrity and stuff. I like them a lot. This is unfortunate to hear. <laughs> um, uh, good. I should really I imagine that... Sorry, go ahead. Yes, it is good. <laughs> it's, it's super good. Uh, I imagine that uh, this has something to do with making sure stuff came out, like, immediately, you know? Yes. Because they didn't want to have to delay this thing again, so they was like, no matter what, we gotta get this thing out the door. But, uh, I'm wondering why they bothered to make it for last, what is now officially last-gen consoles. Why did why did you bother? Why did you, yes. why did you, why did you do that? I, I wholly agree. <laughs> I, I think it's so fascinating um, like this thing was just so like advertised from the beginning is just stupidly big, like mm-hmm. just ridiculously in depth of a game. So like, why would you? You knew it wasn't gonna work. Why would you go back and do that? I, I have no idea. Like it doesn't make. I, like, I, I don't understand. Honestly, like, I know why they did it and this is, because nobody has a PS5 yet. Yeah, but like, yeah. 
like, you know. And this is this is coming from someone who does not really ever do PC gaming, but it sounds like this game should have just come out on PC, and that should have that been. also would have probably made more yeah, sense. Yeah, like it's, uh, because uh, the people I know that have it have it for yeah. PC, and they have not complained to me about any kind of issues yet. I mean, like I was reading some reviews. Or major. I was ones. reading some reviews, and multiple reviewers were basically saying that the console versions compared to the PC versions, like it's you're not even playing the same game, honestly. Like they're so right, it's right. so completely different, and it's such a different experience uh, that it, it begs the question of why did you even bother releasing it on console? Like stop! Like the people who well, want to play answer, this, but like yes. are gonna mostly be playing it on PC anyway. Oh yeah, that's another thing I forgot to mention. Right. That uh, this has been the biggest launch game on the PC, like, of all time. It has, like, it had, like, the most mm-hmm. concurrent players at launch of any game of all time. Now, I'm sure that the pandemic played a role in that. Uh, so, you know, there's right. there's nuance to that situation. But even so, uh, like, this is a huge game. And this is something that they've advertised for years. And something that's already been delayed, I believe, three times. I think it was originally going to come out in, like march or something and then they delayed it yeah it definitely was pushed back a bunch and, you know it's how in the hell do you do you push back a game so many times and then release it and it's not even close to done like why wouldn't first of all you should have delayed it again well i mean it is it's for the pc it's done that was the actual goal i mean honestly i feel like they should have just announced that the playstation and xbox versions were going to be delayed indefinitely and just launch on pc like there's a lot of things that... uh, people would have been mad about that oh too. sure sure people would have been mad about that but i think that people would have been less mad about uh the console versions being delayed than they would have been mad about paying for a game that you literally can't play uh uh, yeah, you're like, probably right, that's but they shit. had no way of knowing that people were going to be this upset about the thing they bought literally not working. Like, I, I just, I, I'm just so tired of the game industry, and again, this is not the, de- this is probably not the developer's fault. You know, these are just a bunch of fucking, you know, code gremlins that live in their basement and just type shit. Like, <laughs> I know I'm being very mean, but I'm just joking. Uh, but like, I know that there's, like, it's mostly the publisher's fault for this, but I'm just so tired of all of these games coming out that aren't done. Like, stop. What are you doing? Like, what is the point? Like, if, if I buy a car and the car doesn't function, I want a fucking refund. Like, like, this is insane. Like, stop releasing products that aren't done. I, I, I don't know how else to say it. Like, like it's it's shitty. It's anti-consumer, and it makes me want to stop buying games. Also, I uh, well, delays cost money. I mean, okay, yeah, fine, but you know what else costs money? Well, that that is it. That's that's the problem. The other thing that costs money is pissing off your fucking fan base, like people or people like me mm. who were on the edge about uh, getting your game, and now I'm certainly not going to get it. Are you fucking kidding mm. me? Uh, see, I don't know. I'd have to see the math on that That's because fair. it's very likely that the money they made on this is like well over the amount of money it's going to cost to pay out the people who are upset in this class action lawsuit. Like, this might not even be a contest. They they might have just made this calculated decision and decided this was worth it. I don't know. I mean, we can never yeah, we know can't that. Know, but but uh, it feels like maybe that would is. However, if you're playing this game on PC, it works, and you get to pick your penis and vagina. That is pretty cool, honestly. 
Yeah, you get to pick your, like, pubic hair and make it look like a lightning bolt or a star or something if you want, apparently. I don't know that for sure. I've never seen it, but I imagine you get to do those things. And you can be a fellow with a vagina or a, a lady with a penis if you, you want. You know, okay, that actually is pretty... I didn't know about that. That's pretty cool. Like, I, I feel like I would probably like this game uh, if it was playable, uh, but I'm not going to get it. I mean, if I ever get it, I'm going to get it on the PlayStation 5. Uh, if I ever get a PlayStation 5. <laughs> Which, mm, which uh, right. I have been trying to get still. Uh, the update on that is that there are no updates on that. I can't fucking get one. <laughs> right. Uh, well, I, I was, I keep umming and earning about this, but I'm not spending any money right now because A, I'm really, well, okay, a couple, three reasons. One, I'm really slow to pull the trigger on buying a new game. Smart. Because like, if I could find any reason not to get it, I won't get it. And this, even though this wouldn't affect me because I would be getting it on PC, this does sound like a reason not to get it. Number two. Uh, it's Christmas time, so I'm not spending a lot of money on myself right now. Yeah. And number yeah. three, uh, I that's a lie because I did spend a lot of money on my spell. I spent $517 on minis the other oh day, God. so I don't have a lot of money right now. Oh, my God. Steve. <laughs> You're insane. It wasn't my fault. They released a big dragon right after another set came out, and I hadn't bought the new set yet, so I bought them at the same time. And I was like, well, I'm going to get two bricks of it because I have to get two bricks, you know, and then I lost some pack wars. So technically, I didn't actually buy anything with that money. I just gambled it away. But, you know, it's like you're speaking another language right now, just so you know, because I've never gotten into any of that, (laughs) like not even close. Like I've been in game shops and I've seen them being sold and I'm just like, what the that's neat. Mm -hmm. And that was it. That's like the most experience. They are neat. Like they're cool. They are neat. They look cool, but that's like it. My cat will not stop me out. Adam, I have. (laughs) Sorry, I I don't know if you can hear that or not. Library catalogs and a table for the big ones that don't fit in the catalog. And right now, I've got a uh, a box of them on the on the, my couch that I can't fit anywhere else, but I have nothing to do with. So they oh just God. go in the box I, until I can get another card catalog to organize them in. Jesus Christ! I I I I, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> Holy crap! Like that's a lot. That's a mm-hmm. lot of minis for that you it can't is. even display. It's becoming a problem yeah. because they keep releasing these big ones that I have to have, mm-hmm. but they take up so much space. And there's nothing I can do with them other than stack them places. <laughs> uh huh. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. We're on. So there's so there's gonna be all these dragons, right? They're doing one for each of the metallic and chromatic dragons. That's ten dragons. So far, they've come out with two, oh and there's going to be a third one next next month. Uh huh. And that means that there's going to be ten of these, and at least some, if not all, of the demon princes. Which that's like. 7 to 10, depending on how many we're counting as canonical. So, like, there's going to be a lot of these big things that I know I'm going to buy, but I don't know what I'm going to do with them. And I probably never use them, because they're all really strong and dangerous monsters, and I don't tend to play games at that level. So, they'll probably realistically never be used, but they look cool. I don't understand. And that's what matters to me. Like, I mean, I sort of get it, because, like, you know, I have, like, my Steelbook collection, and it's not like I don't have... I have Mm -hmm. a couple... A few Legos... Like, you know, I'm all for display pieces, but that just sounds like a lot of money That's what they are. for a display piece. <laughs> like, it sounds... Uh, how much does a Lego spaceship cost? Uh, like a hundred some. Let me think. Uh, the... Oh, so your Lego thing costs more than my thing I was does. Ca- oh, really? Okay, that's fair. Uh, like the Lego Razor Crest. Some of them. I should I should add Masters to that. It costs more than some the of Lego them. Lego Razor Crest that I got, which has uh, not aged well, given how mando season two went um <laughs> that one i think it was like 130 or maybe 150 
Oh, nice. So, See, it's fine. <laughs> I, now, to be fair, yeah. I did get it as a gift, uh, but I also got it oh, as a well, gift okay, from then. my wife. And since we're married, it's basically like I, you know, like my money helped pay for it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like... <laughs> right. Well, unless she has a secret bank account she don't know about. Uh, Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, it'd be a secret. You wouldn't know about I mean, it. That's so. true. I guess I, I can't I can't dispute the possibility, but I'm fairly certain that's not a thing. But anyway, uh, so we're going to move on to uh, the magic hour now. Uh, so we can yes. go to the other uh, fictional universe that you love so much. So yeah, there let we go. me think. Yeah, I remember I Cthulhu being trapped in ice. That's finally stuck in my head, okay. so that's something. Um, I remember the ice age that's way before i don't know why that's popping oh yeah there was some guy whose name i'm supposed to remember some guy who it was like his name he was born and that was like the beginning of the timeline and he's old as dirt and i want to urza Ur- Urs? <gasps> you did it is that it is that it? that's his name yeah yes <laughs> I was like, I was like, I, I want to say Urza or, or something like that. Oh, that's great. And uh, I don't remember what he did last week, but I remember that he was there. So I think that that's something. <laughs> Is that something? I like that's at least I yes. remember his name. Congratulations. <laughs> All right. So what's what's new in the the Urza Chronicles? And you didn't mention the guy with the mirror once. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I thought about him, but I didn't say it. Okay. Well, great. I guess that's all I can ask. All right. So, uh, the year is 2600 AR. Uh Uh, The the first Ojanin stands up to his creator, Mm. Teret Amiz, who who in response creates Ur-Drago to exact his revenge. Scarwood is lost to the cat tribes. Centuries later, the elves of Scarwood are driven away by giant apes. Who relocate to the giant to hidden cities? Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, okay, so first of all, that that beginning part. So the first something stood up to his creator, and then he created a thing to fight him. Am I? I am I? Uh, Ur Drago. He created Ur Drago to exact his revenge. Drago to exact his revenge. Mm-hmm. And that other guy's name was what? What was who, or who was what was that other guy called? What was he? I don't know. Uh, Ojanin. Ojanin. Ojanin stood up to his creator, that... right? Right. Okay. Yes. And yes. And then the creator, whose name I don't remember, created Ur Drago, <laughs> and then somebody else was lost okay. to cats. Did did I hear that correctly? Cat, cat tribes. tribes. Yes, it was cat tribes. Okay, so a person was lost to cat tribes, and then. A different, and then and then like a like a culture or a city or something was like sent away by apes. Is that am I remembering? Am I getting this right here? What? Uh, it sounds stupid when you say it, but yes. Uh, okay. So I want to know more about. Also, Scarwood was lost to the cats. That's not a that's not a person. That's a place. Oh, it's. Place. Okay, that makes more sense. So Scarwood, the place, was lost to the cat tribes, uh, which mm. makes sense. Cats love their territory, so, okay. Um, mm-hmm. And then, so, okay, that first thing, the, what was the, I fucking forget his, Ur-Drago was the thing that he created for his revenge, but what was the other guy's name? 
Uh, Tenet Amis. Tenet Amis. Wait, that was the creation or the creator? That was the creator. Okay, just tell me more about that, because I'm very confused by all of that. So What, the, you, the guy? You want to know about the no, guy? No, I want to know more about, like, what he creates. <coughs> like, what these things that he's creating even are. What are they? I don't understand. Oh, uh, he created the, 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 the Jaguar Tiger Men. Jaguar Tiger Men. That's awesome. Yeah, well, they're they're cat they're cat people. Wait, so that's the cat drives that were mentioned earlier or later, whatever. Yes. Oh, also that thing, also that thing that I the 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 the, the O word there. Oh yeah, the Ojarin. That's the last name of one of those cat guys, or not his last name, but like the tribal name mm. of the cat guy. I see. So okay, so a guy created cat people. They took over a, a city. And then apes attacked other people. That uh, elves, elves, yes, elves. Okay, I'm gonna try to remember cat people taking over Sherwood. That's that's where I'm. Nope, Scarwood. Nah. Okay, fine, Scarwood. I'm gonna I'm gonna think of it as Sherwood in my head, but because uh, that'll. Okay, well that's just gonna make it harder for you to remember the All actual right, name. Scarwood. So then so the cat people okay. have Scarwood. They're created by an evil guy. Uh, who also created, I'm assuming, some kind of dragon thing. That's what it sounds like. Ur Drago. It is a drag. It is a dragon construct. <laughs> I was right. I knew it was a dragon. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it does the word Drago yeah. in it, so I'm not impressed. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm going to take what I can get here. So, okay, I'm going to try to remember Ur Drago, Cat People, Scarwood, and we're going to see if how far that gets me. Okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to move on now to my humble opinion. So, Steve, do you have a humble opinion this week? Oh, okay, my mistake. I was actually thinking of the wrong thing. So, Draco is the robot construct. Ur-Drago oh. is just a guy. Oh, that's weird. Um, D- Draco is the dragon, he's like and a, Drago is just a person. Yeah. Uh, well, he's like a elemental, but he's a, a, a humanoid shaped oh. thing. Okay, so not a dragon. Yeah, I was thinking of the wrong th- oh, thing. I was right. uh, wrong time right, period. Right, Never mind. Right. I'll I'll try to remember that. That now you now you really yeah that won't make any difference to you. You'll forget all about, about this to say, later. Like I think I'm gonna forget anyway. But all right, fair enough. Do you have a humble opinion? <laughs> well, great. I do, as a matter right, of fact, have a humble opinion. What you got? So um, you'll recall last week we talked about how uh, there was supposed to be a Marvel anime happening. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, you have to remember, because if I remember, that means you have to remember, too. Wait, a Marvel anyway, anime? Wait. Yep. I, you told me that. I, no, it was, it was a Star news. Wars anime, bro. It was a Star Wars anime. Oh. Well, then I've misheard you and misremembered, but regardless, there is, according to Netflix, who helpfully reminded me, two X-Men animes that just came out. There are two X-Men animes? I didn't know that shit. That's yes. awesome. Yes, there are. Uh, there is one that is X-Men themed, and there is one that is Wolverine themed. Okay. Uh, my original plan was to watch both of them and tell you about both of them, but I didn't make it to the Wolverine one because I started with X-Men. So I'm just going to talk about that. Okay, sure. Uh, well, first of all, uh, they look very strange because they artistically they are not the same, and I don't know if they're meant to be related or not because the pictures I saw of the Wolverine one make it look like he would be right at home in an episode of Yu Yu Hakusho, yeah, okay. whereas the... Mar- the one that I saw, the X-Men one, Wolverine looks like he's the Afro Samurai. Yu Yu Hakusho so... is the finger bang guy, right? Finger guns? Yes. Yu Yu Hakusho is the finger bang guy. 
Hey, that's how I remember him. <laughs> anyway. C- continue. Anyway. Continue. Uh-huh. Uh, so I watched the X-Man one. Uh, the episode, the crew, as so far, consists of Wolverine, Storm, Professor X, uh, Beast, uh, Cyclops, mm-hmm. uh, Emma Frost, and a new character that's a pretty, called that's Armor. That's a pretty decent lineup. Uh, okay. uh, and Wolverine. Right. And, and Wolverine. I don't know if I said Wolverine. Oh. Uh, all right. So, uh, also, Jean Grey was there in the very first episode, but it was only her going Phoenix and then dying. She oh. wasn't actually part of the show. It was just to establish that she exists and is now not there. Sure. Um, this show is aggressively anime. Aggressively and I do not mean anime. that as a compliment. Aggressively anime. Uh, sure. It's, okay. It's got... It's very... Um, bad, it's I guess. Bad. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't, right. I don't like it. And full disclosure, I didn't finish it. Oh, man. I was I was really trying for you. I made it to like eight episodes, but I just could not finish. Like I was just not motivated enough to finish it. I, it's not that I hate it, but like the idea of having to start it again or hit the next episode button was just harder a little bit every time. And I was like, he'll uh, understand. It'll be yeah, fine. That's fine. So I just didn't finish. Sure. It. I mean, that happens to be. Um, time, so right. Uh, everybody is like super jacked. But like anime style, where like their muscles have like really deep shadows on them, especially Wolverine. Um, Beast looks very anime too. Everybody does flips and shit, you know. It's, sure. It's very anime. Uh, Storm is like not quite Storm-like, as in her personality is not you know the calm, collected one like she usually is, but much more like a like I don't know how to describe her as a regular person. Uh, she runs like an anime girl does with the like hands that sway to the sides. She has jiggle physics on her tits and is like one tenth as strong as she's supposed to be, I believe, because she's a woman and therefore anime does not allow her to be powerful. <laughs> I assume. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mhm. That sounds about right for anime. Cyclops. Cyclops is just a moody bitch. Like fucking. I mean, that's that is a hundred percent consistent. A, a it is a consistent, but it's really annoying because it makes it hard to watch. Because he spends the entire show up to the point that I've seen just being the the biggest just sopping pussy. <laughs> and I wish he would knock it off. I uh, hate fucking Cyclops. I Beast have. is Beast is just as lame as he always is. It's just a blue man. I know? I like, like Beast. Beast is cool. Yeah, yeah. But his his fucking superpowers are just Wolverine, but not as cool. Like you know, he I mean, just cuts true. stuff and angrily runs at things. And, I mean, he's, like, the scientist or whatever, but that's it. Professor X never leaves the fucking, uh, the, the mansion, so he never gets to do As anything. They be. just kind of talk to him occasionally. And Wolverine is Wolverine. I mean, yeah. Uh, he never faces the camera when they're talking. He's always, like, off to the side, like this is a Christ plus one album cover. He just, you know, <laughs> he can never look anybody in the eye when he's talking. He always has to be cool and aloof about it. He's voiced by, I think, a bowl of gravel. <laughs> and... And this is a weird complaint, but he's too tall. Wolverine is like taller than almost every other oh, character, that's terrible. which doesn't no. make any yeah, sense. Wolverine you is know to be what short. Wolverine Even is I like five that. foot four. Yeah, he's a tiny little baby yeah, boy. He's like Danny DeVito. You're supposed to make him come. Yeah, he's like compact and angry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing to gripe about, but you know, I'm not that upset about it. It's just very obvious when he stands next to Cyclops and they're like the same height. 
Oh, yeah, that's... And also, he was going through a TSA line the, uh, in the first episode, which is hilarious because he's got metal bones, don't you know? <laughs> and he was just fucking towering over the TSA agent. But, you know, it's, it's whatever. So, anywhoosin, uh, the plot, such as I can recall it, is, uh, there's a weird thing, because this is an anime, you'll remember. So, the plot takes place entirely in Japan. Also, the new character is a Japanese schoolgirl, because this is an anime. Of course. Uh, they go over to Japan because something, something, mutants can't be detected there for some reason with Cerebro. So they go over there and they find the U-Men, which I am actually not sure if that is a real thing or they just made it up for this. But the they seem to be some kind of... I'm not familiar They with seem them. to be some kind of mutant terrorist group or something. And they keep kidnapping uh, mutant children to do what they always do in, when you're a bad guy in an X-Men comic. Trying to experiment on mutants to copy slash duplicate slash repress their powers. Yeah, always. That's what they yeah. seem to be doing there. Mm -hmm. uh, so they bust in and they save people because the school children had been abducted and the main character here is Emma Frost was coming over to Japan to tutor a young lady because she's no longer a bad guy uh, she was coming over to tutor this uh, Japanese girl about having her powers but didn't get there in time to save her so they have to go save her together and also Emma mm -hmm. Frost gets captured and she's also in the place when they rescue her and Scott blames Emma Frost for killing Jean Grey because he saw like a projection of her when Jean died but it turns out whoops that didn't actually happen uh, also oh the fucking students that are there go full Akira and they just become giant mutant blah, monsters like like basically just Akira and then they murderize it because that's how you solve an Akira problem you just have to kill it I mean, and then yeah, they all feel is... bad about that for a second uh -huh. And then Scott doesn't shoot his lasers at it because, uh, I don't remember what the reason for it's that was. Person. He's still broken up about Gene Gray. Some... No, it was because he's upset about Gene still. Because he oh, fucking won't let it go. Everybody else is sad about Gene. Two Cyclops. Get over it. Yeah. That but whatever. Like Cyclops. He also, it doesn't also seem like he ever left that spot. Like, there was, like, a crater where he made a little grave for her. And it seems like he never left standing in that spot. My favorite. I'm not sure, though. As a quick aside, my favorite Cyclops story is Cyclops at the very beginning of X-Men 3 when he's just like, Gene, you're alive. And then she immediately murders him and he never shows up again. Right. I just think that that was the right. perfect way to use Cyclops in that movie. I've never liked Cyclops, so it's really <laughs> annoying. Like, even like the X-Men cartoon and stuff, he's always like my least favorite character in that show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cyclops Anyway, sucks. actually, I was, always, I was always more of a Nightcrawler guy. And in, in recent years, I like Rogue better. But... Anyway, um, mm -hmm. so yeah, they, they, they go fucking, they do their X-Men thing, and they save the little girl, and they're like, oh, take me with you to become an X-Man, and then they do that, and then she becomes an X-Man, and her power is the power of anime. Uh, she can create a laser Gundam around herself. Dude, that's awesome. I mean, it's not actually a Gundam, but it's, you know, like, fucking Naruto? Yeah. You remember Sasuke's Susano ability? Not really, I have to be honest. Okay, no. well, never mind, but it's that. It's just that. She just makes, like, a big really watch body out of energy around her. And it's the most anime thing I've ever seen. But that's because the show is a wicked anime. And they're not ashamed to tell you that. I mean... Also, Scott has a lot of eternal monologue where he, like, grits his teeth and goes, Urgh, and then the voice in his head speaks. And also, I think he's clenched his fist more than he's actually shot lasers. <laughs> Yeah. There is a surprising lack of fighting in this uh, oh, X-Men anime. They, there's an awful lot of nots doing that. There's a lot of talking. There's a lot of gr grumbling. But there's not a lot of actual combat. And it's just a shame because it's, you know, anime fights are cool. But, like, especially with superpower people. But yeah, I can probably boys. count, like, 
like three fights that I remember. Jesus Christ. Also, now, now be aware, I've only watched till like episode nine. I don't know how many episodes there actually are. There might only be like 12, and I probably still will not go back and finish this. But I remember Storm only being involved in one fight. Oh my God. Steve, you're just. She was involved in the Akira fight, me, but she used all her light. What you're telling me is what? that the X Men uh, anime sucks. That's what you're telling me. Uh... Yes, that's what I'm telling you. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Like, I. Ugh. Oh God! Yeah, Storm. Storm was involved in the Akira fight where she shot lightning at it, but she didn't kill it. So all she did was run out of juice, and then she couldn't help in the follow-up fight because she did not have any more lightning powers. And then there was a fight later where I believe she was there. Yeah, she, she was, was there. there. Okay, definitely was there. I don't recall her doing anything. Uh, I think she might have shot lightning at a guy, but never actually hit him. Mm. And then they just ran away after the guy... Oh, no, no, no. There was the fight with the robot guy who knew about all their powers and basically countered her immediately by shooting a kite at her that conducts electricity or something so she could never, like, do anything. And then it, like, shot her with thunder or blasts or something, and she went out immediately. Wow. So Storm got a bum rap in this one. Storm is, like, one of the most powerful mutants. At least that's my understanding, that she's, like, Yeah, but get fucked, because she's a woman, and this is anime, so she's not allowed to be even in the top ten most powerful characters. I feel like I've never gotten to see Storm be the badass that she's supposed to be. Like, I feel like that's never You probably haven't, no. I should should look up some Storm comics or something and, like... Oh, no, I changed my mind. She does actually freeze a boat once. Oh, fun. Very cool. Yeah. There was some pirates attacking the cruise ship she was on before the first episode concluded, and she froze them with her mutant powers in front of everybody, and no one had any problems with that for some reason in this world full of racism against mutants. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So do you have anything more to say about the X-Men anime? Yeah, I don't think I want to watch the Wolverine one either. Yeah, I mean, it would probably be better just because Wolverine is a cool character. But, well, I don't even think they're made by the same people because they look so drastically different. Well, then but, maybe it'll, it will know. be good because it has nothing to do with the other one. Maybe. I'm just... I mean, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, but probably, probably not. Probably not, no. <laughs> uh, so, I don't really have much... We'll see. I don't really have much of a humble opinion. Oh, I do have one thing that I, got, I guess I could do. Um, all right. Well, do you have anything more to say or are you good? Nope, I'm all done. Right. So... And if you don't have one, you're not required to do one, you know? Yeah, the only thing that I've been watching recently, I've been watching the hell out of uh, Supernatural uh, recently. I finished the first season, and I have now, mm-hmm. I think, like, eight episodes into season two. Um, I don't... Re- the thing is, I don't really have a whole lot to say. This will just be a really quick one, because why not? I, it's not like I have anything else to talk about. So, in my humble opinion... Uh, Supernatural season one is actually pretty darn good. I uh, I quite enjoyed it. I I like Monster of the Week stories. Uh, you know, I I've always mm-hmm. been a fan of Doctor Who. Uh, I like the concept of Star Trek. The only reason I don't watch Star Trek is because I find it boring as hell. Because uh, you're a philistine. I sure sure sure. I, it's it's dull. I don't like to see a bunch of people standing around stiff as a board in starched uniforms. That's not fun. That's boring. I don't want to see it. Okay, sorry. I don't think you've been watching Star Trek, then. Uh, well, I guess... I mean, no, I haven't. That's the fucking truth of it. But that's that's a whole other conversation. 
Supernatural, I very much enjoy because I just really, really like Sam and Dean, especially Dean. I just love Dean. I could watch a whole show that's just about Dean as far as I'm concerned. All right, we'll get ready to stop liking those two and also for that whole formula to go away. Uh, yeah, that's what I've heard. And like I say, I've already committed. I I'm in it for the long haul. I've committed myself mm -hmm. uh, to finishing the show. Uh, all I can say is that I haven't hated it so far. Uh, there have been certainly not some episodes that weren't as good, but I just kind of let them wash over me, you know, like a mm -hmm. like a wave. It just goes away, and then I sure, just go to the sure, next sure. one, and it's fine. I don't skip him. I just, you know, I just, I just plow my way through. You know, I guess just like, eh, don't worry about it. Just keep watching. <laughs> Which is how I'm consume, consume, consume. Yes, consume. That's that's me right now with uh, Supernatural. But uh, I really, really liked uh john's final scene with his kids before he died i do know he comes back eventually but like yeah you don't know that at the time you know what i mean like he doesn't know that mm -hmm. at the time as far as he knows this is the last time he's ever gonna see his kids and i'm not gonna lie i got kind of teary-eyed when he was like you know talking to sam and he's like can we just once not fight like like i don't i just i don't want to fight and then, like, he tells Dean that he's proud of him and that he's sorry because he asked, he expected Dean to grow up too fast and that, you know, and it was just, it was, it, it hit me in my fucking heart, man. It was great. And I love Dean being all upset about his dad being dead and not being, wanting to talk about it. Like, I don't know. I just, I really just like the characters and I want, and I feel bad for them and they do stupid things sometimes, but that's because they're stupid people and I like them anyway, at least so far. Uh, we'll see how long that feeling lasts. But uh, for the time being, I'm, I'm th two thumbs up. I, I wouldn't go as, as so far as to say that it's like a 10 out of 10 or anything. It's absolutely not. But if I had to rank just season one, I'd give it like a, a good eight, eight out of 10. I'm, I'm like, all right, let's do it. Also, I love the gun. I love the, the uh, whatever that thing is called, the Colt. I think I just love the concept of a weapon that only has 13 shots that can kill anything. I just think that that's such a fun idea. Like I, you know, it's like, okay, you can kill anything, but you only have so many shots and you gotta be, you know, you gotta be careful about what you shoot and how often you use the gun. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. And, uh, that's, that's it for the time being, uh, give it like three months and I'll be somewhere in the middle of season five or six and I'm sure I'll hate it, but I'm not there yet. So Let's just keep going with it. Why not? Uh, and Neat. that's it. That's my uh, humble opinion. So uh, those were the complaints this week. If you can't complain, share it with your friends. Bye.